This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Shavua Tov, Agatvach, everyone. We're continuing in Mesechus Ksuba, Staf HaShavua. We're uh, reverting back to a comment of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said on Memchesam and Aleph going on to Memchesam and Bez, that a woman is in her father's Rishos until she enters the husband's Rishos for Nesuin. If the father gives her over to the agents of the husband, she's in the Rishos of the husband. If the father gives her over to the, the Rishos of the Baal, or the agents of the Baal, she belongs to the husband. Or if the agents of the father give her over to the agents of the husband, she belongs to the husband. So the has an interesting question. Be'ema heicha dahadra lebe'nasa hadra lemilsa kamaisa. Why is it definitive that when she's given over to the husband or the agents of the husband, she's now in the husband's rishus? Why should that be? Maybe she'll go back. So why do we say automatically? she's given over to the husband or the agents of the husband, that she's no longer in the father's rishos. Maybe she'll return. Arashi says, Maybe where she returns back to her uh, father's house, she reverts back to her previous status. Rashi says, it's not such a big question. But the Mishnah says she's in her husband's rishos. That implies even if she returns. That implies even if she, you know, she gets homesick and she goes back to her father's house, she she is not considered returning to her father's house. Once she leaves her father's house, the Mishnah implies it's fait accompli. It's a done deal. But what would happen if she would uh, return to her father's house? Now, technically, you could answer that question. The mission is not talking about that case. If she returns to her father's house, then she goes back to her father's rishos. But the implication is that once you give her over to the husband, she belongs to the husband. Why? What would happen if she goes back to her father's house? The implication of the Mishnah is that she, she left for good. And the question is, the Pasuk from which we learn that if she's given over to the Shulchei Habal, she's considered to the husband, um, maybe, right, it says Beisaviha. We just learned in a Pasuk that Masar Ha'av L'Shulchei Habal Vezinsa Harezu Bechanek. Let's say, the father gives over to the Shulchei Abal, so then she's chenek. It's considered like she's given over. But maybe that would not be true if she returns. In other words, maybe if she goes back to her father's house, so then she's considered anara hamurasa bevesa viha, and she's no longer, maybe she reverts back to besa viha. So the Gemara says, Tanad be Rabbi Shmael, I'm sorry, Amarava hahuk far paska, Tana, that the Tana already paskined regarding. We already have a Tana that decided this matter. 
Uh, right? That was already decided by the Academy of the House of Rabbi Shmuel, the Tanadvei Rabbi Shmuel, the Neder Almana Ugrusha, the vow of a widow um, or a divorcee. Kalashar Asra al Nafsha, whatever she answered on herself, Yaakum will be established. It says the vow of a widow or a divorcee, whatever she answered on herself, will be established. Nobody could annul it. So the question is, no kidding, nobody could annul it. She has no husband. Like, why do I need to say that if she's widowed or divorced, she can't, nobody could annul the vow? Of course nobody could annul the vow. She's already removed from the category of the father. She's already removed from her father's estate, right? Because she got married. And she's removed from her husband's domain because the husband died. So why do I need a Pasuk that an Amana or a Grusha, nobody could annul her vow, her vow stands? Of course her vow stands. She's not in... Uh, She's not in anyone's domain. Says the Gemara, Ella, rather, In a situation where the father gave her over to the agents of the husband, where the agents of the father gave her over to the agents of the husband, and she became widowed on the way. In other words, what would happen if you gave her over to the agents of the husband, or the agents of the father give her over to the agents of the husband, and she became widowed on the way, do I call her, she's in the house of the father, but the father gave her over? Do I call her in the house of her husband, but the husband gave her over? It's to tell you, that Kivan Shayatsa Shaachas, once she leaves the father's domain, Kivan Shayatsa Shaachas Meshusa'av, once she leaves the father's domain for one moment, Shuv Eno Yachalahafer, she can no longer annul. From this Pasuk we learn out, because why do I need to say that the neder of an Amman or a Grusha is uh, nobody could annul? Of course not, she has no father, she has no husband. Meaning she left the father's rishos, she left the husband's rishos. That pasuk is, is being used for a very unique circumstance where the father gave her over and the husband died while he was bringing her home. And the pasuk is saying that once she leaves the father's domain for a moment, she's gone forever. That's the way it is. Hold on to them while you can. The moment they leave, they're done. So, Shuvayna Yachalaf, you can no longer annul it. So that's the conclusion. The conclusion, uh, a, woman, uh, a woman leaves her father's domain. Um, she is done. Amar Papa, Papa said, We also learned this way. Haba al nara hamurasa. One who lives with the nara murasa. Eino chayev. You're not chayev. Achetehi nara, until she's a nara. Besula. She has to be a besula. Ma'irasa. She has to meet these three categories. Anara, Abbasulam, Orasa. Vihibavesavia. And she's in her father's house. Bishlam Anara, Vulaibaygaras. I understand the din that only Anara, Anara, Baygaras. Or Basula, Vulaibaula. And Muurasa, Vulaibaynasua. So these are three dinim that are required for the din of Haba, Anara, Hamurasa. You're not Chayiv Skila until she meets these categories. But. 
What does it mean that Bevesaviha and her father's house as opposed to what? Lamute Mai. What does that come to exclude? Lav Lamute Masar Avlash Shulchiabal. Doesn't it come to exclude? If the father gave her over to the Shulchiabal, she's no longer in the father's domain, and then you're not Chayv Skil anymore. So if the father gave her over, even if she comes back, it's done. You're not chayv skila anymore. Amar of Nachum Bar Yitzchak, Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak said, "Afananami Tanina." We learned this as well. Haba al Eishasish, one who lives with a married woman, kiman shenichnas alishus habal lenesuin. Once she enters the husband's domain for the nesuin, afal pishalai nivala, even though. She, um, Bia did not take place. Haba Aleha, one who lives with her, Hareza Bechanek. Nichnasa Lershus Habal Baalma. When we say Nichnasa Lershus Habal, even in the smallest amount, it doesn't say, it doesn't say even if she's not Nichnasa even if she's merely Nichnasa his Rashus, Shmamina, that you are, um, under such a circumstance, once she's Nichnasa, a little bit, shmamina um, that the halacha would be you don't get skila, but rather you get chenek. Okay, let's proceed. New mission, new subject. A father is not obligated to support his daughter in his lifetime. Question is, what about a son? But the Mishnah says, daughter. Zem Medrish Darash ben Azariah Lefnei Chachamim. ben Azariah made the following drasha before the Chachamim, B'Kerem B'Yavne. In the Kerem B'Yavne, that was the name of the Yeshiva. This was on the day that Rebbelezer ben Azariah was appointed the Nasi. Habonim Yershu v'habonois Yizainu. The sons will inherit and the daughters will be supported. Rashi says, by the way, the reason why it's called Karen Bayavna is because they sat there in rows like a vineyard. Rashi says, Habonim Yershu Vahabonois Yizainu, that Bezdin made t- two takanos. Bezdin made two takanos in the Tznoim of a Ksuba. That what are they? That the sons will inherit and the daughters, um, meaning the, the sons will inherit. The Ksubas, what is called Benin Dichrin. There's a Mishnah that says that in the Ksuba it says, Benin Dichrin, the Yahavan Lichi Minoi, any male progeny that you have from me, Inun Yarsun Kesav Ksubasach. They will inherit the Kesav of your Ksuba, Yeser Al Chulkehain, more than the other children, the Imachoyhain, meaning the sons inherit the Ksuba of Benin Dichrin. Means like this. Let's say um, a woman dies. Say a woman dies. And then the husband, so the husband doesn't have to give the ksuba. And then the husband dies. The husband, the, the children inherit, the male progeny from the woman inherit the ksuba over any other boys that he has. And the daughters that we have together, when I die, will sit and 
be supported from my assets until they become a begeras, or until they get married. So it says, Habonim Yershu, the Habonas Yizaynu. Now let's think about that. Because the sons will not inherit until the father dies. So if the wife dies, and then the husband dies, it's then that the Banim inherit. So just like the sons will not inherit the Ksuba only after the father dies, so to the daughters, are not supported until after the father dies. So, I believe the case is that the case is not where the uh, just the father dies, because if the father dies and she gets the ksuba, the boys are not going to inherit her ksuba. It's talking about where she dies and then the husband dies and then the boys inherit what he set aside for his wife's ksuba more than any other male progeny that he has. The male progeny that they had together that he had from her, will inherit his assets of the Ksuba. And from there we learn that the daughters they had together are only supported from his estate once they die, once he dies, but not before. Like the mission started off, a father is not chayiv in the mezoinois of his daughter. Only while they are, only while he is, um, only after he dies. Says the Gemara, Let's make a diok. The mezoinois bitaihu de chayev. With the, he's not obligated to feed his daughter. But he is obligated to support his son. This Mishnah is mashma. That he's not chayev to support his daughter, but he is chayev to support his son. Says the Gemara. Wait a second. His daughter, he's not obligated. But it's a, it's a good deed. Because the Mishnah says, a father is not chayiv in the mezoinus of his daughter. That implies he's not obligated, but, but it is a good deed. So a son you're chayiv. We can be medayik two things from the Mishnah. You are chayiv to support your son. And it is a mitzvah to support your daughter. So says the Gemara, Mani Masnisan. So who's the Mishnah like? Loi Rabbi Meir. It's not like Rabbi Meir. Loi Rabbi Yehuda. It's not like Rabbi Yehuda. The Loi Rabbi Yochanan. It's not like Rabbi Yochanan ben Broika. The Tani we learned in a Brisa. Mitzvah lazon as habanis. It's a mitzvah to support your daughters. Kavachaymer lebanim. All the more so, it's a mitzvah to support your sons. The Aski b'Tayra. Because they are engaged in learning Torah, Divri Rabbi Meir. This is the opinion. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir holds it's a mitzvah to support your daughters. Kavachem, it's a mitzvah to support your sons. So it can't be Rabbi Meir, because according to Rabbi Meir, there's no chiv to support your sons. It's only a mitzvah. And the Mishnah says, there's no chiv to support your daughters. That implies that there is a chiv to support your sons. Rabbi Yudah Omer, mitzvah lozen asabonim. Rabbi Yudah says, it's a mitzvah to support your sons. Kavachem, it's Certainly there's a mitzvah to support your daughters. Why? Mishum zilusa. Because of shame. If you don't support them, it's going to be embarrassing. So the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda either. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's no mitzvah, there's no chiv to support your sons. Rabbi Yochim ben Broiko, Eimer choiva lozen es habanois l'achar misas 
Avian. Rabbi Yochim and Broika says there's an obligation to support your daughter after one dies. Avo b'chaye avihen, from the life of the father, elu elu enonizanen, there's no mitzvah to support either of them. So it's for sure not like Rabbi Yochim and Broika, because he holds b'chaye avihen, it's not a mitzvah to support either. And the Mishnah is saying it's a chiv to support your sons and a mitzvah to support your daughters. So it's going to mani masnisen, if it's rameyer ha'amar bana mitzvah. Rameir says the sons is a mitzvah, but the Mishnah says it's a chiyav. I Rabbi Yehuda, if it's Rabbi Yehuda, ha'amar banim nami mitzvah. It's also a mitzvah to support your sons, but the Mishnah says it's a chiyav. I Rabbi Yochman Bracha, filo mitzvah nami leka. If it's Rabbi Yochman Bracha, the Mishnah says not even a mitzvah. He says it's not even a mitzvah. Says Gemara, ibois ema Rameir, ibois ema Rabbi Yehuda. If you want, you could say it's Rabbi Meir. If you want, you could say it's Rabbi Huda. How? Or if you want, you could even say it's Rabbi Yochem and Broika. So let's do one tonight. This is how you'd read the Mishnah. Again, Rabbi Meir holds, it's a mitzvah to support your daughters, certainly your sons. But the question is, the Mishnah implies a father is not obligated to support his daughter. That implies you are obligated to support your sons. No, read the Mishnah like this. The Mishnah says, Vachikamer. Father is not chayv in the mezoinus of his daughter. The truth is, You're not chayv in your son either. Right? The Mishnah says, You're not chayv in the mezoinus of your daughter, but it is a mitzvah. Certainly, there's a mitzvah to support your sons. So why does it say there's no chiv to support your daughter? It should say there's no chiv to support your son or your daughter. It specifically said there's no chiv to support your daughter to be medayek that there is a mitzvah to support your daughter because that's a bigger chiddush. You would think there's only a mitzvah to support your son. So it says it wanted to be medayek. There's a mitzvah to support your daughter because you would think there is no mitzvah to support your daughter. Even your daughter, there's no obligation. There is a mitzvah. Bezos Hashem, tomorrow night, we'll do Mem Tesselmet Beis. Okay? Wow, thank you so much for joining. Shkayach. Thank you, Rav. It's always one-on-one, it's always great. My honor. Thank you, Mike. Nachas from everyone. Have a good week. Mazel bracha. Everything ready for Panama? Yeah, we're getting there. Thank you very much. All right. All the best, Rob. Thank you. Kalta, Mike. Kalta. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.